Cheyenne Finch. What's going on? How you doing? I'm, I'm good. Happy yeah. to be here. Happy to talk some more football. Oh, you, know? you already know. There's a plethora <laughs> of stuff to talk about. Uh, so this episode is 20, uh, 112, called 2020, 2020 with your... <laughs> How long have we been here? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this episode is called uh, 2020 with your funky ass. And listen, man, this year has been pretty bad for the most part. There's been some good things. There's been pretty some... Bad yeah, it is. There's been some silver lining moments, but this... it's been really bad for the most part. Pandemic, deaths... Honestly, you know, Chadwick uh, passed away was Friday. I believe Friday so. Night. Yeah. yeah, you know, the Kobe thing, the freaking pandemic, and just the, the you know, the, the police officers across the United States, which is just, of course, I'm I'm a bit sick of them, right? And honestly, I would like more so to talk about sports, right? I would love to. When I started this podcast, it was more to talk about sports stats, like players, you know what I mean, general managers, things of that nature, right? Like, the crazy thing is the season, it, we're in the playoffs for the NBA, but no one really cares about who's going to win MVP mm-hmm. or defensive player of the year, because obviously there's like bigger issues that's going on. Right. So some of the things I want to talk about, you know, the what was supposed to be a boycott by the NBA turned into a postponement. Uh, so we'll start with that. Um, I was, I would say, I was a little bit disappointed with the the players' stance in resuming the playoffs. Right? I feel like they have a platform, and I know we put a little bit too much onus on them to do things, right? Because listen, they they have the platform, they are people, but we looked we looked to them a little bit too much, right? So it's like you should be the our north star to a degree, right? when it comes to certain things, especially the social injustice issue. Because like, what's his name? Jimmy Butler said, if I wasn't a basketball player, yo, that could be me. That's why I didn't, cho- that's why I chose not to have a name on him back of the jersey. Right. So certain things like that, like I love like the messages that are going on in the NBA with the jersey, the, the Black Lives Matter mirror and stuff, and uh, the things on the court. But I feel like they need to do more, right? I feel like the the guys who can afford to make these young black men millionaires need to do a better job of now getting their contacts, using their contacts for change. And these are these billionaires' owners, right? Mm. Um, we need them to step up a little bit more uh, when it comes into regards to the social injustice issues, right? But, yo, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, um, the way I see it at this point, listen, I love sports. Mm-hmm. I love um, football. I I dabble in some basketball. No, it's all you know, good. It's all like, good. All good. As a, as a fellow sports fan, I get it. We yeah. miss sports. We yeah. want the entertainment. We want the camaraderie. We want the feeling of being able to watch a game and get hype. And my team is winning. And are they going to go to the playoffs? Are they going to yeah. win the championship? We want all of that. Yeah. I get it. But there are a lot more important things going on right now. And I just feel like this isn't the year for it. Yeah. In my entire life, I don't recall ever seeing a season canceled of anything. Yeah. But I think this is the time to do that. Yeah. Because not only with COVID-19 going on, because you know there are some players that are saying they don't even want to be in the bubble anymore. Yeah. And it's weighing on their mental health. Yeah. And it's keeping them from their families. Now, I think they said something the families are quarantining for two weeks so that they can yeah. come into the bubble and yeah. see their loved With the ones remaining and all teams, of that. Yeah. yeah. But the fact that we have to regulate it so heavily, maybe we shouldn't even do it. And yeah, that's then a good point. on top of that, I feel like that should be enough to 
end the seasons this year. Now we also have the social injustice issues. Yeah. And majority of these sports, majority of basketball, majority of football mm-hmm. is played by black men. Yeah. And for us to keep kind of going out there and entertaining people, because you know these people that are racist and yeah. are oppressing us and do have these views as far as like, oh, the police are just doing their job when they're killing our black men on the streets. Yeah. We are entertaining these people. These are the same people that sit yeah. at home in front of their big screen TVs and yeah. they're like, and they're rooting for the team like, go Packers, go Jets, go yeah. like, go all of that. They will go home. They will sit on their couch. They will go to a game. They will put pay money yeah. to go see people play yep. and root for their team and all that. And we're entertaining them. And we're so busy entertaining them that yeah. they're not getting it. They like just dance. Yeah. You know? So we're out here basically tap dancing for our oppressors. Yeah. Pretty much. When we need to be silent and be like, I'm not going to do this for you anymore until you understand that my life has value. Yeah. Because just like Jimmy Butler said, if he wasn't playing the sport, mm-hmm. this could be him in the news. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's Very totally easily. true. It's totally true. I mean, I look at it, man, with the whole Jacob Blake thing, right? It's like they, they, they agreed to, you know, the postponement happened because of the Jacob Blake thing, right? And, I, mm-hmm. you know, the NBA is usually like the beacon. But... You know, other leagues started to follow, right? And I think that's important because it can't just be the NBA. It has to be NHL. It has to be NASCAR. It has to be MLB. It has to be the NFL. Right. I think the NFL is right behind the NBA when it comes to that because there's a lot of young black men playing the sport, right? Mm-hmm. My thing is, is, don't think this won't happen. The owners should be like, this can easily happen here regarding the NFL. But, uh, you know, somebody next week, next month, couple days from now, it's going to be Jacob Blake. Right? So what happens now? Because it's like, you want to enact a change. You want to make a difference. But you keep coming back. And it's like, all right, we'll just we'll give you little drips and drabs of you speaking about the injustice, but we're not really going to change anything. Okay. So that's where it comes to where the owners have to get involved. Because the owners have contacts in which these players don't. Right? They have... Mm-hmm. A little bit more gravitas, a little bit more clout when it comes to connecting with people who can make these changes. That's the legislators and whatnot, you know. And I'm glad that some owners are getting involved. I know the postponement, the the resuming of the NBA playoffs. Michael Jordan kind of played a little bit of a role, right? He was arguably the greatest basketball player of all time. Who's also the owner of the Charlotte Bobcats. I mean, whoa, Bobcats. <laughs> Jeez, they're not the Bobcats anymore. But the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Just told Yeah. <laughs> but like, he, he you know, he, he kind of talked with uh, Chris Paul. Well, he didn't kind of. He talked with Chris Paul, who's the president of the basketball operations, and talked with uh, Russell Westbrook, who, you know, they're Jordan brand ambassadors and whatnot. But they play pivotal roles in communicating effectively between the owners and between the players. Mm-hmm. Uh, that conversation needs to happen more, more often than none because a change, like, these guys sit on their perch of privilege. So when you have guys like Drew Brees who says, well, listen, I'm not going to respect anybody who doesn't stand for the flag, he doesn't know where we're coming from. He doesn't see our outlook. He doesn't see our perspective. Mm-hmm. A lot of these owners have the same view. Right? Drew Brees is a player. Imagine the guy just comes to work and, and he sits on his throne and he's getting all his money in his sleep. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, they have to now have they have to have those conversations with these legislators for police reform that has to be a serious thing right mm-hmm. 
retrain these guys, even though I don't really think it's about training. I just think some of these guys need to have sense. Because that's the, that's, that's the thing. is like they keep talking about um, they need to learn how to de-escalate a situation. I'm not a cop and I know how to de-escalate a situation. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the fact like do you have do you have to retrain? Yes, in some aspects you have to retrain. But sympathy, empathy, all that stuff has to be shown on a consistent basis. And I, I just think these guys don't care because first of all, you were talking about it when we was uh, off air. You were talking about they just kind of look at them as a product. The NBA players, they don't look they look at us as second class citizens. They don't look at us as humans. We're just entertainers. We're not people. We're literally entertainers. Yeah. And we're out here. They're paying us to entertain them. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they're that's all they want us to do. Yeah. And that's the problem. The fact that we keep coming out here, like I said, to dance for them. Mm-hmm. And we just let them give us money and we shut up. And yeah. we don't voice the fact that we're human beings. Yeah. We're not just entertainers. Yeah. We're not just something you can throw money at and we'll do what you say. But that's, it seems like that, right? Like That's why they were trying degree. to yeah. silence Colin Kaepernick when yeah. he took the knee. Yeah. Because he's a product. Yeah. And he was he was a rising big name at the time. Yeah. And he, they were like, you're basically, you're talking too much. Yeah. You're expressing yourself too you're much. Right. And listen, I get it from the perspective of, let's say, the perspective of the white man in power. Yeah. Of course you love America. Of course you're like, this no is doubt. my country. Because it works American. For you. I'm American. I'm a patriot. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is your country. You're supposed to feel that way. Yeah. But the other day, I remember I was talking to my mom and she said something about like, if she went somewhere else, she would still feel like an American. I'm like, I live here and I don't feel like an American. Yeah. I can't yeah. tell you a day where I ever felt like an American. Yeah. I was never like, I'm proud to be an American. I've never felt yeah. that. Yeah. And it's hard to feel that as a black person in America. Yeah. yeah. I feel like somebody that was taken from where I was supposed to be mm-hmm. and now I'm here and yeah. now I'm not treated as a human being. Yeah, not at all, man. And 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 that's the thing. It's like these these guys with their platform, like I'm pretty sure they understand that too, right? Like they don't feel like Americans. Like one of the things Chris Paul, I think it was like after a playoff game right before the postponement. Um, and he just he just wanted to talk about the social injustice issues. He didn't want to talk about the game, even to the point where it's like people were clowning Paul George, right? Like Paul George, they was calling like I even I even clowned him. I called him Pandemic P. You know what I'm saying? Like his nickname in the playoffs is supposed to be play, Playoff P, mm-hmm. but he just had horrible shooting percentages, right? Mm-hmm. Like his numbers were just abysmal, right? But when Paul George finally like the reasoning behind those poor numbers was. Yo, he was like, yo, I was half in the bubble and half outside. Mm-hmm. And, a, and that's the thing is like, I don't want people to, th- I don't want people to think that the NBA players don't care. Like, like when I saw that the NBA was resuming, I instantly posted on my Instagram story, fucking corny. Because it's just more, it's just more ammo for these owners to keep giving us things in drips and drags. Yeah, we bro. can't boycott for a day and then come right back. That doesn't yeah, send a message. Yeah, less than 24 hours, they decided to resume. So the Bucks took their stance on Wednesday. Less than 24 hours, they came to an agreement that they was going to resume the season. The only message that sends is that the price was high enough. Yeah. That you can buy me. Yeah. And that's the problem. We shouldn't be able to be bought. Yeah. My humanity cannot be bought. Yeah. 
I'm a person and I deserve to be treated as such. Yeah. And until that point, I'm not going to do anything for you. Yeah. And we have to band together as a group because yeah. it's not enough for just a few select of us yeah. to do that. I believe you were saying um, earlier, there are some players that know that they're replaceable. And yeah. what they need is yeah, like the big names the NFL, like LeBron yeah, yeah. James yeah. and like the Steph Curry's. Yeah. Like they need these big yeah. names to step out and also have a say, also yeah. be against this, to stand with them in boycotting yeah. the game. It's like, what are we out here playing for? And my people are dying. Champions, championship don't even matter, man. It doesn't. You know what I mean? I'm out here trying to win a ring and my yeah. people are dying. Yeah. Why Why am I even here? Like that's, to me, that's no glory, right? And the one, one of the beautiful things, like the, the, last, the last dance documentary showed Jordan in a light that in today's society would not fly, right? Like he was all about winning championships and he was all about just the grind of being the greatest ever, right? Mm -hmm. But then when you look at Jordan now, as as the owner uh, of the, not the Bobcats, the Hornets, uh, <laughs> uh, he's trying to do more impactfully when it comes to social injustice, right? He's trying to, like he's being a mediator between the players and the owners and he, he's donating more money. And I think Jordan, to a certain extent, feels that while winning those championships was great, there are more important issues, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe because he's not a player no more, so he's not as competitive. Yeah, but it's a lot easier to say that from outside the game. Yeah, you know, but I just feel like he 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 wants more to he wants to be more impactful than just his legacy on the court. Right. And LeBron James is, is, is my, I'm not a LeBron James guy, right? I'm not. I don't hate him. I used to when he was in Miami <laughs> because that was some sucker shit. But are you triggered? You feel I'm triggered, triggered a little bit. <laughs> but LeBron James, as the the man off the court, does a phenomenal job of of, of speaking his voice. You know, he has the I Promise school. He does. He does a lot, right? Uh, Jordan sees some of that, right? Because when LeBron retires, the narrative becomes like, "Yo, he was great on the court, but look what he did socially," right? Like you can like, I'm not saying he's Muhammad Ali or Jim Brown. You know, but it's like LeBron has done his a lot as his with his tenure uh, being a basketball player, using his voice for social injustice. I mean, even to like 2010 with the Trayvon Martin thing, right? You know what I mean? When he organized the whole Heat team and the organization, and they wore those hoodies. You know what I mean? Um, but Jordan sees that, and I guess he wants to compete. I guess that's the way he could compete. But uh, listen, it's 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 great that. Um, that these guys want to do that. But there has to be more from the people in power, right? right? LeBron, at the end of the day, is still a player. He's the grand, most grandiose player, right? It's in which he makes that statement, like, yo, I'm not suit... Like, it doesn't even have to be a team thing, right? I'm not suiting up to play this game. Everybody will follow, right? But it had to be the Milwaukee Bucks, and it had to be their point guard, George Hill, who's the one who's like, listen, this shit is fucked up, right? Like enough is enough. And then they just walked off. They didn't even tell the Magic. They didn't even tell Orlando. Uh, they just walked off, which I, I felt like they should have kind of coordinated with the team they were playing against that night because mm -hmm. uh, that would have been a little bit better. Because the other team showed up. The other team showed up and there was like, you know, there was like layup line and all that. But um, I, I, just, I, I just feel like more need to be done. And it's sad that, uh, you know, the, the world is in the state it is like, there's no accountability with cops, but I, I need those people in power to like kind of just, kind of just use their voice now, right? Like you guys are behind the scene, but you guys got pulled, 
Right. So use your pull, right? You know? Yeah. Um, honestly, at the end of the day, if you're a big name, if you're a big player, you know that you have um, you have a big voice. Yeah. Then for you to sit down and be like, yeah. I'm not going to play. Because yeah. the guys that are younger, they're newer, they're, they're, following um, they're not starting, they're, yeah. not on, they're not in the game. Yeah. When they voice their opinions and they come out, they're like, I'm not playing and da-da-da-da. All these them. owners are thinking is, I can replace you. Yeah. I can get another you. Yeah. There are Countless thousands and thousands of you yeah. that want your spot. Not a thousand and LeBron James, though. They're desperate enough yeah. to overlook this entire situation to yeah. take your spot. Yeah. And I get it. I'm not um I'm not talking down on those that are up and coming. They want to be players, they yeah. want to get in the game. Like you're thirsty. You want to yeah, you, you want, want your play. chance. Of course, you want yeah. to be a professional. Yeah. And if they switch this person out, they'll most likely take that spot. So at the lower level of players, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to like, it's hard to hold your ground in a situation like yeah. this because you're fighting for your job in a place yeah. where you're lucky to have that job. Yeah. Not many people get it. The chances of getting in there is very slim yeah. and you got it. But yeah. if you're a bigger name, you're making the million dollar contract, yeah. you're already in there. If people know that if they sit you down, your whole fan base is going to be mad. Oh, like yeah. the fans is where your money comes from. This is how you're yeah. paying for your team. This is how you're yep. keeping everybody happy and keeping everything level. Yeah. The fan base. And if you sit their favorite player down, if you sit LeBron down because he took a knee or yeah. voiced his yeah. opinion everybody's going to wreak havoc. But you know what's the crazy thing is, though, what I find is that, right? Like, so you hear, like, a white kid, like, you know, I play ball, and, you know, I play ball with white kids and whatnot. And you hear them, like, LeBron James is my favorite player. Or Giannis Antetokounmpo is is my favorite player. It's never, I mean, there hasn't been a great player, white player in the league, since probably Larry Bird. Luka Doncic is making a name for himself. He looked like he's going to exceed Larry Bird. Don't mm-hmm. don't kill me. I know Bird is a legend. <laughs> I know Bird is a legend, but Luka Doncic is that man uh, right now. This, you know, the league is like 80% black, right? That's why I said, like, show me a game where it's nothing but the white players yeah. on the court. Show me a game where it's nothing but white players on the football field. Yeah, I want to see. Listen, I want to. I want you to tell me it is the same exact level of entertainment as it is listen, with everybody that's in the game right now. I'm gonna tell you. I'm. I. I give you a perfect example. Gordon Hayward got paid to be the Boston Celtics franchise player, right? Mm-hmm. He got. He was from Utah. He was the man in Utah. Uh, Danny Ainge paying like twenty plus mil for the year, right? Uh, per season. That guy now is like the fourth man on the Celtics rotation. Tell you the st- tell you the lead guys. Jason Tatum, Kobe Bryant, Apprentice. Okay, I'm happy about that. <laughs> we need you in LA though. You need to you need to get out of Boston. But Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Kemba Walker, and Gordon Hayward is the fourth man. Now Gordon Hayward is the white guy who's supposed to be the star. That's mm-hmm. where Danny Ainge brought him, brought him over. My thing is is that I wouldn't want to see Gordon Hayward or Chandler Parsons play an entire season of basketball. Wouldn't be as interesting as seeing Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Kemba Walker. And you know what, Celtics fans? You're winning because of those three guys. Gordon Hayward is the odd man out, right? So if they matter on the court, they should matter off the court because these black players aren't just products. They're not just for your entertainment. And I feel like NBA money is more guaranteed. These players, like, 
yes, bottom line. But at some point, you got to look at, you got to weigh it, right? Like, can't just be about your bottom line, right? It, it has to be more about your bottom line and, and what losses are you willing to take? Because that's what sacrifices are. You're willing to take a loss. Now, it's great. Everybody's kneeling and all that. But when Kaepernick did it, that was a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Now, it's just cool to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I need more. Because when Cap was doing that shit three years ago, yo, he was sacrificing himself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, the safety who was along with him, Eric Reed, they were sacrificing himself. It's cool to do it now because it's, it's popular. Right. You know what I mean? It didn't have as much meaning as it did back then. You know what I mean? So I just need these players to, especially LeBron James, right? Because he's the one. Like, he's the one. He, was, he insisted on the season coming back. I did not want that to happen. I was along with Kyrie Irving and Avery Bradley when they disagreed about having the season. I need LeBron James. He does a remarkable job, but I need him to do more. I need him to have the owners accountable. I'm glad Jordan's involved in this. And I hope more changes because I, I, I don't want to see just another Jada Blake situation and then everything is just the status quo because that's what it is. Like, all right. Well, give them a little drips and drabs and then go back to the status quo. Right. You know what I'm saying? But so not only that it is affecting the NBA, it's affecting other leagues, right? Right. So my thing is the league that is most prominent behind the NBA is the NFL. Young black men making their money. Now we know the money is more, less guaranteed in the NFL than in the NBA, right? Uh, and the safety from the, uh, I think it was the safety from the Patriots, Devin McCourty. Uh, talked about players being more replaceable in the NFL than the NBA. So that's why it's harder. It, you know, they're not more inclined to talk talk out. But the owners need to come up with a plan and be proactive. Because if this is happening in the NBA, this is going to happen in the NFL, right? Honestly, I think the NFL should just cancel the season. I think so, too. That's because <laughs> they don't have a bubble. The they don't have anything. They don't have anything. They don't have anything. They're not prepared for COVID. They're not prepared for not at all. this the injustice issues that no, are going on. Not They're not prepared all. for not anything going on. Not at so all. to try and still have an NFL season at this point, it's honestly, ridiculous. it's just downright inappropriate. Yeah. Like, why, why are you still... This isn't important right now. It's one incident that could happen and derail everything with the NFL. So I do want to say, though, Joe Burrow, for the quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals and Ryan Tannehill, mm-hmm. Those, those are going to be two, my two guys to watch this NFL season just because okay. they support Black Lives. Okay. You know what okay. I'm saying? Uh, feel a little bit bad for Joe Burrow because you know the NFL got some racist white boys. And we're going <laughs> to talk about them in a minute. One of them, former Chicago Bears linebacker, Brian Erlacher, who just had the dumbest statement of all time. Mm-hmm. But we get into that a little bit. So I'm, I'm rolling with Joe Burrow, but I feel, bad, I feel a little bit bad for Joe Burrow because I know there's going to be some of them guys on that defensive side that's going to be like, you support black lives? You know what I'm saying? Which is a which to me is horrible that they would even attack. But you know, listen, football is a southern thing. Mm-hmm. Right? That's why the New York Giants is bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> That's why the Jets is bad. <laughs> but football is more of a southern thing. So listen, it could get real racist down there in the South, you know that. Mm-hmm. Uh but like you said, I don't think the NFL season is gonna happen, right? Because of the police brutality. Like it it, it Another no, Jacob honestly. Blake, another Breonna Taylor, another George Floyd is bound to happen. And because you know why cops, they're not accountable, right? And these are these NFL players, I think they're tired, 
right? Like we 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 praise the NBA players so much, but these NFL players they got voices too now. Honestly, I feel like the NFL season they're really gonna try and make it happen. I feel like it shouldn't happen. Yeah. But I feel like they're gonna still try and make yeah. it happen. Only because that's a lot of money. That's another thing we have to consider: economy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is going to become a government issue. Yeah. If sports don't happen, yeah. because it's bad enough we had to quarantine all spring and part of summer. Yep. It's bad oh. enough that like everything was shut down. Yeah. We're just starting to reopen. Businesses are just starting to reopen. Yeah. Then they gave us money to help us stay afloat, they thinking did. it would go back into the economy. Nope. And I ran across an article that said like people out of my generation, the younger generation, instead of putting that money back into the economy, mm-hmm. we're saving it. Of course. We're paying down our debt. Yeah. We're putting it away for a rainy day. Yeah. And you know why we're doing that? Because we all lost our jobs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't yeah, know yeah. if something like this is ever going to happen again. And we yeah. want to be prepared if it does. Because you can't bank on the government pushing out another check that's going to help keep us afloat. Didn't they just cut it down the from 600 to 300? Yeah. I, they, every time I look like, up, they're cutting it down. They're putting yeah. it back. I don't know what they're going to do. All I know is they're not giving it to me. Yeah. So <laughs> right now, the economy is not, it, it's not what it used to be. Yeah, and not sports, at all. Sports, multi-million dollar business right there. Yeah, it Multi-million is, yeah. dollars. Yeah. And you know, like the fact, first of all, people can't even go to the games. That's ticket sales. That's yeah. concessions. Listen. That's. People have season passes. Like, that's a lot got, of money got, we're already refund not those. getting. Because you can't have yeah. people in the stands. Uh, I recall somebody trying to uh, give a point about, oh, we can have in-person games. Just have, like, six feet between each person. Block off the seats. That's dumb. It, I mean, you know, I hear, have you been ha- in a crowd trying to get out of a stadium? That's ridiculous. It's a breeding it's a, ground listen, for the Listen, when, when the Knicks are <laughs> losing, right, and it's the fourth quarter, I'd be like, I gotta go to the parking lot Literally. because Yo, this quarter, game I'm is out. over. I'm out. <laughs> like there's eight minutes left to the game. But a lot of people yeah. stay till the final seconds yeah. talk, and yeah. that's gonna be a problem. First of all, you can't go to the game. That's it. Stadium. That's done. You Nobody's can't. gonna be. No, in there. maybe next so. year. Maybe next year. <laughs> maybe 2021. I don't know. I'm gonna but go this 2022. Year I, I, I think. Yeah, we, I think, we gotta yeah. wait a bit. Yeah, but yeah. that's already a huge chunk of money that's yeah. gone. And now they're trying to jersey put it on... sales, right? Because when you go to the game, you want to rep your team. Yeah, merch. Yeah, merch like, is merch. People is... aren't going to be buying merch like that. People no. still do buy merch. I've yeah, seen people yeah. going to like Models and get a jersey. That's but... crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, like, they don't have anywhere to wear it. They don't. So they're not really going to buy merch like yeah, that, especially yeah. because they're not going to have that after game hype. You know, you just yeah. you leave the game, your team just won. Ah, it's crazy. Yeah. We just won. Let me go buy like 10 jerseys for yeah. my kids and some toys. Yeah. And like, you know, you go off and you forget high. your budget. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that you're not going to have you're that high have sitting that, in no. your living room watching it on TV yeah. with your own at home popcorn. Drinking like, a Michelob Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> No, so but you're right about that. Those yeah, sales yeah. are already done. Yeah. And they're still trying to have the game, which will have people spending money maybe yeah. on like pay-per-view or yeah. cable or whatever, wherever yeah. they watch it. They're still getting that bit of revenue. Yeah, they are. But it's not the same. It's not. It's not. We've it, already lost so much money. And then to just cancel sports entirely, yeah, the economy's going to take blow. a hit. Yeah. So I'm telling you, behind the scenes, it won't even be about like Black Lives Matter yeah. or COVID or anything going on. There's going to be something going on behind the scenes where they try to convince them this needs to still happen. Yeah. These sports need to still play. Yeah. I don't care who's at risk. I don't care what's going on. 
on in the world. See, so I don't care the message we yeah. need to send. These sports need to happen or else the country's going to tank. Yeah. So that's the thing. I, I feel like, and you're right about that. So I feel that that's why I said 2022, because like in 2021, this is still fresh in people's minds, right? The whole code was like, oh, we're coming back. Mm-hmm. The season may come back. So it's all about the narrative creating now it's safer. Now the virus has died down. Now you're able to go to a game, whether it be at a quarter capacity or half capacity of the stadium, right? Mm -hmm. There will be something along those lines. Maybe 2021, but I think 2022, right? Uh, The NFL owners got to jump in front of this, right? And I feel like they will because they're about their bottom line. Like, those guys are about their bottom line. Honestly, even though it would be an economic issue, I want the sports to be canceled. I feel I like do, that's I the do, biggest yeah, message I do you too. can send. I do too. I do like, too. Like, if you don't want your economy to take a hit, if you don't want to cancel one of your biggest money makers, yeah. defund the police. It's simple. Wow. It's a solution. It's yeah. simple. Defund the police. We will give you sports. Simple. Yeah. It doesn't need to be that difficult. Yeah. Do something other than painting BLM on everything. Like, just... Listen, I went to DC. I went to DC and I saw that Black Lives Matter, and it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong, it is beautiful. it's beautiful. I love the white allies that's coming with us. But, but defund listen, the police. Defund the police. Get the people in power to talk about this stuff because and restructure they... the organization as yeah. a whole. Oh, please get rid of them police. Why do we have day. police officers that are scared of black people? I'm I'm tired of hearing Listen, about de-escalate they, the situation. How do you de-escalate a man trying to get into his car with his three children in the back? That didn't need to be right? de-escalated. It needed to not happen. And Seven times? It, you Come see on. police officers rolling up on cars because of a like a traffic violation yeah. or like a speed violation sure. with their hands on their guns. Yo, anytime why I... You, yeah. Why do you have your hand on your gun just yeah. to tell me I was going 10 miles above the speed limit? Yeah. Why are you scared? Sometimes, Tony. That's just me, though. I, I get you. <laughs> but <laughs> this is not the job for you if it's you not. have fear. <sighs> And Listen, that's a thing. little fear is understandable. You're yeah. a police officer. I get it. You yeah. get put into dangerous situations. Yeah. But the fact that you can approach a white kid with an AK-47 and be perfectly calm and be able to put him in handcuffs Give and arrest him, him order, the way that man. you should yeah. over a black man in traffic with no weapon on yeah. him whatsoever, yeah. a kid with an Arizona and Skittles, really? Word. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah, it Restructure doesn't. the entire thing and defund it. There's way too much money going into police yeah. and not enough going into schools. Yeah. The whole system doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. You know, in a certain way, I feel like that's what they want. You know what I mean? But I do want to talk about Brian Urlacher. Right? Yes. So the Bears, so this guy, let me see if I can find the tweets. I got a little kid back. No, no, no. Listen, <laughs> listen. It's, it's, it's all good. Like, listen, to to I, I, love, I, love, I love the passion, man, because you know what? Conversations like this need to happen, right? Like, mm-hmm. these things need to, to be voiced because, yo, we're tired. You know, and it's not even this year. Like, it's a, it's a culmination of shit that's happened over the years. That's why 2020 seems so fucking bad. Because we're li- we literally don't have the distractions that we are used to having that we, we use every day to escape, right? Because some, listen, I tell people all the time, hit me in 2021, I am always on autopilot. I'm on autopilot right now doing this episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you have to be the Chadwick thing, the Kobe thing. You know what I'm saying? The pandemic, so much stuff. And e- even Brian Urlacher's comments, man. Uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. And right now we don't need distractions. We need to listen. We, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and we need to see it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That was the whole thing. That's why I didn't want the NBA season to post. Uh, to I mean, postseason to happen mm-hmm. because I'm like, yo, I love basketball, but it's a distraction. 
right? I could be focusing that on my on my kid, explaining to her things. You know what right. I mean? Going out there pro protesting and trying to make an impact. But this, so this is the uh, this is the Brian Urlacher thing, right? So this is uh, uh, he says Brett Favre played the Monday Night Football game the day his dad died, threw four touchdowns in the first half, and was a legend for playing in the face of adversity. NBA players boycott the playoffs because a dude reaching for a knife wanted on a felony of sex, sexual assault a warrant was shot by police. So he's basically, Erlacher was talking about, I don't understand why the NBA players can't play if Brett Favre's father died and he was able to play that Monday night game. Those are two different things. Your father dying and you being a football family and you believing that your father would want to want you to continue and do good and have a successful game is totally different from a, players in the NBA who are majority black seeing another injustice. Because that's the thing. It's just not about the Jacob Blake thing for the NBA, right? Mm -hmm. It's Be, another one. It's like, another one, it's right? Another hashtag. You know what I mean? Another black person getting shot. Thank God he didn't die. But seven times in his back, that's, that's a little bit too it's much excessive. for me. Yeah. It's a little bit too much for me. And then people like this, well, he should have just complied. Oh, really? So you have to shoot a seven, even if the person doesn't comply, you have to shoot them seven times? I That's your justification? shoot somebody in the leg to disarm them so that they can then arrest them. Exactly. The so where is that? They're murdering people at yeah. this point. You know what I'm saying? But fuck you, Erlacher, <laughs> right? Like, for real. The, for the real. Bears, they denounced his comments on on, on, on social... They, they, they were like, listen, that's... He's not a part of this organization. You know what I mean? I know these legends like to come back and associate themselves with the teams they play for, but the Bears was like, the Bears was like, ah! You know what I'm saying? And I get it because this statement is super insensitive and that it's that perch of privilege that he sits on, mm -hmm. uh, that a lot of white people sit on. And, and I think it's a problem. Down. They and all have to be has taken to be, down. Gotta take the system down. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but listen, I wanna thank you for coming in again. Right, we gotta make this a permanent thing or something. I like this, <laughs> I've been man. Here <laughs> yeah, listen, I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? But I want to thank you for coming in again and, and helping me out, uh, and, and you know, just doing another dope episode. I want to thank you guys for tuning in, and it's always good for you guys to listen and watch the show and rewatch the show. Uh, but if you got any questions and comments, hit us up on lbrstalk at gmail.com. If you got topics, you can suggest them there as well. Uh, you can go on our Instagram, LBRS. Make sure to check out the the Facebook uh, LBR sports blog page where Big Sherm does a good job posting content in between. And uh, you guys enjoy your Sunday. And that's another episode in the bag. Peace. Yeah.